Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto you from our Lord, from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When Malachi, the prophet, died, the word of the Lord fell silent. No longer was the prophetic word of the Lord to be heard and spoken through a living prophet. There was no one whom the spirit of Yahweh had come to rest. The tongues of the prophets were stilled, and the word of the Lord was silent for 400 years. The silence makes us uncomfortable, doesn't it? Silence especially makes us feel uncomfortable in church. Maybe some of you wondered what was happening. Maybe you thought perhaps something was wrong. The pastor isn't talking like he usually does. The pastor perhaps lost his place. It made you feel uncomfortable. The point is that we don't like silence when we expect to hear something or someone speaking. Imagine, imagine how the people of God must have felt. This was no ordinary silence. The voice of God speaking to the prophets was silent. Silent for 400 years. Can you think of that? 400 years, that's a time longer, that's a, a time much longer than the United States has been a country. The prophets of God were not speaking. You know, there have been times when all of us seem to be alone in our, our thoughts. Sometimes that is soothing. But if silence goes on too long, it can be devastating to the mind and to the heart. The lack of communication destroys marriages, doesn't it ruins friendships, and it can end your career very quickly. It must have been very terrible for the people of God. They must have asked themselves, where is the living voice of God? Where are his prophets? What become of, the, of God's promises of God? If God is now silent, what is my hope? Are his promises still good? Has God abandoned us? It was a terrible godly silence. Then, at the right time, that voice was back. The silence of the prophets was shattered from the wilderness and the barren regions, the voice of one came as I, Isaiah had foretold many years ago. In the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight a path in the desert, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and a rough places a plain. That was the preaching of John. 
John the Baptist, as he prepares the way, he draws the people to this message that a greater one was coming to gather the wheat and to burn the chaff. The Messiah is coming and is even here, John said. Everything from Moses and from the prophets said is to come to pass right now. Don't miss it. Hold on. Get ready. It's like Concordia Seminary professor Dr. Reed Lensing always said, Bachman Turner Overdrive was right. You ain't seen nothing yet. With fire and with the Holy Spirit's power, the Messiah comes. But instead of being a terrible judge and awesome to behold, he's a lamb. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. That's what John says. The Messiah, with gentleness, heals and teaches. In lowliness, the Messiah calls his disciples and raises the dead to life. Gentiles follow him. Sinners adore him. Little children call him the son of David. The Messiah of God loves the lame, the mute, the seeing, and the blind. And in humility, this Messiah touches the lepers and washes the feet. To the Lamb of God means to be lowly, gentle, and humble to the point of death, even the death on a cross. We need that Lamb. In this world where death lords over us, where sinners long for that gentle lamb who is also that good shepherd, because the evil stalks us, the enemy stalks us with a cold efficiency. From the moment you and I were born, the enemy is doing his, his evil best to turn us into a spiritual corpse. Satan's purpose is to fill your soul with darkness and make sin seem like the good, right, and noble thing to do. And when this happens, we ignore the importance of God's word for our faith. We ignore our neighbors. We turn against them. We whisper against them and gently treat one another as if they were not someone whom Christ died. And when I sin, and when you sin in this and every way, can constantly dream up of how to offend God and his holiness. Yes, our sins are, are no small thing, are they? They're a personal offense against God. There's no nice way to say it, is it, this morning? God, or sin, is a God-sized problem. And you and I have nowhere near big enough to solve it. If we understand anything at all, we cover our mouths in silence. And after all these generations of silence, or centuries of silence, after our own penitential silence, we now hear a new voice, a new voice of a prophet of a prophet, the voice of God, Jesus of Nazareth. 
John had pointed to him and told us to listen to him. And now Jesus' own voice shatters that silence. After all these centuries of silence, some knew that they needed to hear him. And so he invites Andrew to come and to see. And Andrew did. Came and saw and heard and stayed. And then he brought his brother Simon. Simon heard Jesus call him by a new name, Peter, the rock. And Peter followed. And Jesus called Philip, follow me. And Philip did. Philip heard. And Philip understood. We have found him whom the Moses in the law and the prophets wrote. He told his friend Nathaniel. The long-promised Messiah has come into the world and shattered the silence of the prophets. This is the one whom Moses said, listen to him in Deuteronomy 18. In Jesus was that new covenant promise that was in Jeremiah 31, 31, will come to pass on the night of his betrayal. Isaiah foretells the suffering. And Nathan tells David that his kingdom will be forever. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is the proclamation of that Son of God. And with the incarnation of God, the revealing epiphany light, the Messiah, Christ Jesus, invades the world. And the kingdom of the enemy has no chance. This invasion of God is one where the only cry is that of a baby, a baby being born. There's no huge machinery of war, but rather a tiny hand that clasps his mother and father's hands. No uniforms with medals and, and general stars, but rather strips of common cloth to swallow a newborn and a bright star to light the way for travelers bearing the gifts for a king. The silence of heaven is broken with Jesus' infant cries. And John recognized him as that lamb of God to be slain. Christ will save those who trust in him just as Moses and the prophets said. And he will save them by dying for them. And we cannot fully understand and wonder the majesty of a baby in a manger unless we embrace the truth of him who was nailed to a cross for us sinners. On that hill of Calvary, it looked as if Satan had won the battle. The Messiah was wounded and nailed. The son of Mary looked up into the sky and shouted for his father. But heaven was silent. But then on that third day, the silence of heaven was broken. It was shattered. It was broken by a sound of an earthquake. The sound was broken also by the announcement of the angel. He is not here. He is risen. 
death and grave where there's no match for this lamb, this savior, this Christ. He is ours and he will be with us forever. After the many centuries of silence, some eagerly hear, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets spoke, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. But there are others like Nathaniel. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And with our God-sized problem, we will try to hold out a voice more to our liking. But St. Paul reminds us in Colossians 1.17, he is before all things. He is in all things. He, he holds together all things. And Jesus, with his own voice, promised Nathaniel, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending of the, on the Son of Man. What Moses preached and what the prophets declared in this final, ultimate, eternal yes to all God's promises. All of, all of history of heaven and earth comes to us in the apex in Jesus Christ, our Lord. That child of Bethlehem bathed in Epiphany's light redeems you and me. And soon enough, Nathaniel too believed. Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. You also trust him. And he will save you by grace alone through faith. So get ready. Repent and, re and believe the good news. The silence of heaven is shattered. Jesus is coming. Amen.